Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. So fun. Okay, here we are. Hi. It's so great. We need to get started because you just informed me that we have a meeting tomorrow at the school, which alters my nighttime plan. I need to go to bed now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, listeners. This episode will be five minutes long. Oh, man. Good to see you. Hi. Hi. (laughs) I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh What's new? All right. Well, I don't know. What's new with you? Um. Honestly, just the same with everyone else. I feel like everyone's in the same boat right now. Don't you just have so much on your brain? I just feel like my brain is just like scattered 4,000 different directions. Mm -hmm. I'm having a hard time reining it all in. What's on your mind? Like first world problems, (laughs) things that I'm embarrassed to report about, but like house stuff. Um, I want to run all the races. Thanks to you. You dum-dum. You make me want to run more. It's (laughs) annoying. At the end of the day, I just wish I had more hours in the day. That actually is the reality. Like if I had if the, if <laughs> if I didn't lose sleep and there were just more hours of the day, yeah, I would use them wisely. Yeah, I wish that I didn't need so much sleep. Right. right? If we could get by with two hours of sleep, yeah. Oh, well, even so much done. Even if you didn't need as much sleep, but also like stores were open later. Mm. Like I could I could get like a ton of stuff done. Walmart's open. The internet's yeah. open. Yeah, that's true. No, I know you're right, but sometimes aren't you like, oh, I need to bake a cake. So I don't know. I'm making up a dumb. I'm, I'm being dumb. But anyways, I just no, wish there were more hours saying. in the day. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, I've been influenced the old-fashioned way. Oh, by a book. Oh, thank heavens. I know, isn't that great? <laughs> uh, but for those listeners who have been tuning in for a while, you know, Amanda, you and I picked up running half marathons last year just for funsies. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that's what you say. I guess. And like the true type A ladies that we are, we were not just satisfied to run a half marathon and be done. Our constant goal has been to get faster. Well, let's up. No. Okay. My goal is to get faster. Yours is what? Medals? What's your goal? uh, Speak for yourself, Megan. (laughs) I would have been fine with a one and done, I think. Really? Yeah. But I'm like, I want the medals. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, you are, you're competitive. No, I'm competitive when the gun goes off. That's what I'm like, okay, man, it gets serious. But you're competitive <laughs> like all the time, which I think is very fun. That fuels me. So anyways, mm. um, your goal is to get faster. My goal is to finish and just grab that medal and be like, ha, done. Well, the good news is you're 100% for finishing. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> could knock on wood. And finishing pretty quickly. Uh, we actually have an episode that dives more into our running coming soon. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. But in the meantime, you and I have decided to institute an eating program for the next two weeks. Yeah, you said it right. It's not a diet. No, no, no. I don't not want a people, diet. It's not they a diet it a at test. all. Yeah, it's, it's a, a test. test. I'm not sure, like, a test, like it's testing us or it's testing, Mentally. like, why are they calling it a test? <laughs> it is hard. Yeah. We are not even 24 hours in and I could murder an apple right now or a yeah. banana. I'm craving all the fruit. You have iron will, but Mm. you told me you're craving something. What are you craving? Honestly, I just want like a bag of chips. I don't know. So the the test is, the point is to reset your blood glucose level, right? That's the point. Yeah. And so for listeners' information, like no carbs, zero carbs, um, no sugars of any sort. So like no fruit, nothing refined. No oatmeal, no quinoa, No no... Mm-mm. know a lot of things. Yeah. But it's only for two weeks and yeah, it's a test. It is not a diet. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're not yeah, going to live totally. like this forever. So basically you can have vegetables, beef, 
turkey and fish yeah, and nuts. That's like basically all you can have. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm just tired of all the savory things. Like everything is savory. <laughs> I just want like, I don't know, like a, a drink. I don't know. You yeah. can only have water. Yeah. So I, I don't no, know. You had sparkling water, right? Did I've been that drinking help? tons of sparkling water this week or today. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, I was looking for that. There it is. <laughs> I was looking for my sparkling drink? water. There it is. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Anyways. Man. So are you doing okay otherwise? Yeah, doing great, except we're about to talk about holidays, uh-huh. which just makes me think about food. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh. struggle okay. through this episode. Struggle through this together. Here we go. So we're talking about the holidays because it feels like we haven't stopped celebrating since Halloween. Mm. And I guess technically that is accurate. We've had a holiday once a month since Halloween. Yeah. Um, and they're all holidays that we're expected to celebrate. So when I was newly married, I visited my sister-in-law's house and Megan, she had decorated to the nines. She had replaced all of her artwork on the wall with Valentine themed artwork that they had crafted as a family. Like everything like turns over in their house, like the pillows, the blankets, the art, like handmade signs. And I just remember going and being like, wow, you have decorated so much. And she was like, oh, you will do that when you have kids. You won't be able to resist. Mm. So with that being said. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you love when people tell I you No, I like love that. when people tell me how it's going to go because I'm always like, oh, girl. <laughs> um, admittedly, I don't do that now. Mm-hmm. It's not really like – it's not in my blood. Right. I don't do stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but – I don't like my kids don't really seem to care either. We celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm. birthdays, April Fool's Day, Arbor Day, and that's basically <laughs> it. Great Arbor Day. Of course. You do not. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm just curious am I a bad person for not pulling out all the stops? And like, am I average? I don't know. So tell me how you would respond, and then let's hear what our listeners would say. Okay. No. You are not a bad parent. Thank goodness. (laughs) Thank goodness. You can rest easy. Every parent does things differently, right? What's my favorite thing to say? I forget. There's a million ways to do it right. Yeah, there are a million right ways Uh, to raise kids. Yes. To your credit, you pull out all the stops for your kids on a regular basis. I've never met a more determined mother to get her kids out of the house, exploring, hiking, swimming, adventuring especially in the summer, Uh you take your kids to museums and nature centers and Disney on ice. Oh, true. For your kids, nearly every day is a holiday in the best way. So So I don't think you should feel like you're a bad person. You just celebrate family time differently. What about the other day when I was trying to get my son to pay attention and I threw a soft golf ball at his head and it hit his nose and he got a bloody nose? <laughs> Does that make me a bad person? <laughs> he was throwing a tantrum, but like he wouldn't listen. So I like hugged a golf ball, like a really soft yeah, one, yeah, right? Yeah. And I tried to get his forehead, but it got his nose. <laughs> and then he was like, bleed. Isn't You're that- sweet, but he gets a bloody nose just thinking about no, it. Oh, it's like, true. If someone just it's taps true. him on the nose. You kiss, kiss his sweet yeah. tip of his nose, he's going to get a bloody nose. <laughs> it's true. But anyways, I was oh, like, no. oh, you're dead definitely a bad person. Anyways, let's move on from that experience. <laughs> Tell me about your holidays. Uh, well, I'm cu- I'm curious actually about yours because I wonder if we all end up celebrating holidays similar to our parents mm. and the way they celebrate it. My mom was always so good about getting us something special for Valentine's Day. Oh, cute. One year it was the Land Before Time VHS. <gasps> oh. And I love that movie so much. Okay. As a kid, like, can you watch it as an adult now or do you just cry? Because that Sob is the saddest movie. Like a baby. Oh my, it's so sad. Yeah. And the original is the best. 
So I get a little something special for my kids too, because that's, that's how I grew up. I love that. The Easter Bunny hid eggs when I was a kid and still does for my kids. Love it. Holiday traditions, I think, play that like larger role in our lives because they're a way to connect us with our family. Mm-hmm. To carry on tradition. Make the unique memories, strengthen your family bonds, all the magic things. But our family life is so busy and crazy and hectic. I think holidays for me, whether they're big or small, Mm -hmm. is kind of one of the ways that I try to have that consistency or stability of like, oh, we're going to sit down as a family and have this one thing that we get to do. But what about you when you were growing up? What were your parents like when you were celebrating holidays? No, that very similar to yours. We celebrated Christmas. We didn't really do a lot for Valentine's Day because I think we all just assumed that we would do stuff with our classes, our school classes, right. which is kind of what I do now. I'm like, you'll celebrate with your school. Well, and also, you know, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. It's just like Tuesday. I'm house. shocked you even said the name of the holiday. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Cupid's hate day. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like Easter, we'll, we'll hide eggs. We hide boiled eggs that my kids decorate and we hide candy eggs. Yeah. My parents used to, I mean, the Easter Bunny. Oh, <laughs> used to hide the boiled bun, eggs. Bun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like that is a huge risk. And every year I look at them mm. in the fridge and go, nope, not doing it. Really? No, I will not hide them. I'm just so nervous that one of them will be unaccounted for. Really? Yeah, so I won't that's do so it. Funny. Leave them in the fridge. That's hilarious. I love, I love dying Easter eggs. So that's I, dying them is so fun. Coloring yeah. them, doing all the things, but hiding yeah. them just feels like a risk. Totally. And do you hide them at? night no and leave them out so you, do you wake up early and do it because hmm. then i use those eggs for deviled eggs right. later exactly and Same i don't want to leave them out all night but i also don't want to set my alarm for oh dark 30 yeah totally to huh. hide the eggs so that they're still semi-edible by the time they're about found that. that's an interesting idea sorry i've never thought about that Whew. but in hindsight i guess i do always get the pukes a week after <laughs> week after Easter. That's weird. You do not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But so do you think you've dialed it back from your parents and how they no. used to celebrate? No, you just think. It's I think it's. I think even. it's very similar. Yeah, I think it's almost spot on. So they also celebrated April Fool's Day like you. Uh, no, 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 that's not true. I I have taken that upon myself to teach my children how to celebrate that day. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, so should we? Tell what the listeners said, how much effort they put into holidays with kids. The average response to our survey was slightly above average. Most people think they're putting in an average effort. There was a smattering of 100 percenters and a couple who put 0% effort into the holidays. And Mm. to them, I say, good on you. Yeah. I love that. Well, I mean, can you guess my answer, how I would have swiped on that? poll? If I had to take an average of all of this, uh-huh. you would you should not have swiped zero. You should okay. probably be in like the 30 to 40 percent. Yeah, yeah, probably 20 to 30, I was thinking. But I'm a zero <laughs> for all holidays, uh-huh. except for Christmas, which is 50%. Only 50? Yeah, because remember, I'm kind of a minimalist. And the other yeah. the other element of all this, all this hubbub is I don't like to store decorations. Like I don't have mm-hmm. the space. I've never had the space to store decorations. Right. And even if I did, I don't know if I'd want to. So that's why I would say about 50%. We have like a Christmas tree and stockings and lights. Like that's basically it. Yeah. Birthdays is 70% because I can store streamers. I yeah. like to decorate for birthdays. You and it's do. like, it's not like all out, but it's like, here, feel special. Go with you this streamer on your door. Like, it's more than just a streamer on the door. You put streamers on all sorts of places. Well, it, you do a good job. You earn that like 70%. Birthdays. Yeah. Yeah, we like birthdays. Yeah. April Fool's Day, I'm like 200%. I, I go out like 200%. It's I terrifying. can't wait. I already have April Fool's Day planned this it's year. Terrifying. I'm so excited. Oh, man. And then 4th of July, I will go to all the events and I will paint all the faces, but I don't decorate. I just mm. don't like decorating. Yeah. 
That's fair. What would you say? You hang giant spiders all over the outside of your Ah. house for Halloween, and you've done at least one themed family costume. So I think you do get some points Mm. for that too. That's a good point. I forgot about the spiders. I was bullied into buying those one year at Spirit Halloween. So here we are. They're great. My kids love them. Yeah, they're super They ask if we can get spiders every year. I said, nope. Amanda bought all of them. Yeah, that's right. There's none left. No more. Whole state. (laughs) (laughs) Dodge that bullet. Yes. I'm probably 75%. At least for New Year's and Valentine's and mm. Halloween, 110% for 4th of July. Ah, uh, It is my absolute favorite. Same. From 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., we celebrate. I didn't know we if I knew hard. that about you. Oh, I did because you're always in Kansas and yeah. I love America. It is all about traditions Fun. and I love it so much. April Fool's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. Last year, I did a mystery dinner for my family Ah, and it was super simple and they've all requested to do it again this year. Fun. But I don't play pranks as... The queen of pranking, I think, do you want to like let us in on some of your plans for this year? Please? Please. I'm so scared. Prank Sinatra would never tell him. <laughs> like ever. I know. I just no. had to try. No. Pay for effort there, lady. But what's the mystery dinner again? Can you remind us? Because that I remember it was really fun. What yeah, was it? Yeah, they each each kid gets a menu where it just says, you know, A, B, C, D, E, and they get to just say, I want these letters for dinner. They have no idea what they're actually going to get. And so then I just go in the kitchen and I put whatever food they've ordered on each plate for their dinner. And then whatever food they didn't order for dinner, they get to have for dessert or something. Mm. But I think it was spaghetti and meatballs and salad and some other things. But, you know, some kid got their dessert with just their noodles and a breadstick or something. That's I can't remember. Funny. And then for dessert, they had their meatballs. and That's sauce. funny. Anyway, the kids thought it was hilarious. They yeah. loved it. So I've got to figure out a new a new meal. I don't want to do the same meal again. I'm going to copy that idea. That's a really fun idea. It's, well, there's a, it's from Simply on Purpose. There's oh, cool. a template for it that you cool. just print off. Super easy. And I have it saved. Great. Yeah. I remember that it wasn't like roast foods. It was like, oh. it was like really yummy dinner. It was yeah. just disorganized. Yeah. It's just really novel. Yeah, yeah. So it made the kids laugh and it yeah. was a fun. I didn't have to put any more thought into it other than- fun dinner. What am I going to make for dinner? I love that. That's so fun. Anyway, that's about as extra as I get for that. Love it. Okay. Listeners had lots of opinions on holidays. Mm-hmm. One listener said they are huge Valentine's Day. No, wait. <laughs> they make huge Valentine's Day deals and really big St. Patrick's Day celebrations and are a little over the top. Hmm. No, don't okay. spread that all wrong. <laughs> So I think this listener is really saying, <laughs> Megan. Oh man, <laughs> that's funny because usually it's it's me that's like, what does this say? Um, I think that she's Translate. saying that Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day are blown o- blown yep. over the top. Yeah, like, no, like, like, yeah, they're, they're blown out of proportion. Yeah, they are over the top. They are over the top. Yeah, <laughs> we speak English. It's <laughs> really hard. It was a team effort. Uh, wow, that's crazy. But I agree with her. I think that's why I don't care for Valentine's Day because it's just so commercialized. And mm. St. Patrick's Day is kind of getting the same way. It just feels like sometimes it's a little bit cheap. Do you do anything for St. Patrick's Day besides the lepre- wearing the green? The leprechauns visit. The lepre- I, frankly, I don't even like wearing green. I have one green sweater. <laughs> I don't like wearing green. But the, the the leprechauns will visit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But that's all you do, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, what else is there to do? Well, that's what I do. Besides the low-maintenance leprechaun that comes to visit our house, okay. which I didn't start that, by the way. It was my son's kindergarten teacher, my oldest son, the year he went to kindergarten, they made leprechaun traps in class and sent them home. Oh. And ever since then, we've had to make leprechaun traps every year. And I've had to, what what do you do? I've got to do something to 
I don't know, justify the trap making. Oh, my stars. What, how, like, how do you tell your kids, oh, sorry, the leprechaun didn't come take anyway it put me in a pickle so now yeah. every year we do a leprechaun trap hmm. and cool. i just let my kids go crazy in the craft room and say sure. you have 30 minutes to make a trap cool good luck <laughs> shut them in that room <laughs> in the craft room like and to get factor. yourself out <laughs> craft your way out kids. eat the glitter if you get hungry <laughs> drink the glue oh no sounds like another story for our poison control yeah, episode right. but i also make Reuben sandwiches every ah. year, and we do a mint Oreo brownie trifle. I remember that. It that sounds really good. The only day of the year that we make those things. Yummo. Oh, they're so good. But, so good. So that yeah, time. I guess you could celebrate with a meal. Is that your foot? Oh, yeah. I love playing footsie oh, with you. Right. It's warm. Um, yeah, I like that. I could get down with making a meal, but often it just is like so much work. So. Yeah. That's why I don't. It is. It is. A, it's a lot of work. To make Rubens yeah. is kind of obnoxious. Yeah, true. They're just so good. Yeah. So true. good. Very good. All right. So we asked our listeners, does the leprechaun visit your home for St. Patty's Day? 39% say, aye, they do. That's very good. That was very <laughs> good. a little Scottish. We'll see. I love it. 51% say, Neil, not in my house. Where did you learn this? <laughs> that is an amazing talent. I'm just pulling it out. I have what no idea. What on earth? You do the next one. I do can't. It. No, I Why? seriously can't. I cannot speak with an Irish accent. Well, the next one's really I long. I don't know yeah, if I go can ahead. either. 10% say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. No, I thought I was English. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You can be English. I'll be Irish. I can't do Irish. It's so hard. I can't do it. No, no, no. I don't yeah. know where it came from. Yeah. Well, um, I wondered if the sixty percent of people who don't participate, who don't know what's going on, just need like a little bit of direction because it's not like you can do it. It's not St. Patrick's Day is not hard. Leprechauns are not hard, right? Wait, the person who really likes simplistic holidays mm -hmm. is about to tell people how to make it a little more complicated. Well, no, I'm about to tell you how to play pranks on your kids that are really simple. That's like, that's my, you <laughs> okay. know, that's my avenue. Yeah, sounds good. So I took the the liberty of finding a few kid-friendly leprechaun tricks that you could do this year. Mm. Are you ready? Yeah. Tell me if you've done any of these. Okay. The first one is you say that the tree is blooming marshmallows and you put mini marshmallows on the like branches, the like bush branches outside. So it looks yeah. like it's bloomed overnight and they're little marshmallows. Won't the marshmallows just fall through the bushes? No, because you like poke them on, you poke them onto the stick. Like you're roasting a marshmallow on a bush. And wouldn't it be funny? You like walk out and you just like pick one off. Like, mm, that's yummy. And your kids are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that one for sure. Because that one's so easy. Really? That sounds yeah. like a lot of work to no. go and like marshmallows individually. Nah. Okay. All right. Good. Megan, I can't wait to no, see what There's no like. trick that is too much work. Okay, That's like not a thing. I, I know okay. better. I know better. Um, let's see. You can turn the toilet water green. Yeah, we that's do that. That's so easy. You can also turn your milk green. I mean, that kind of gives me the willies. Yeah, but I don't like, do that. That's easy to do. You're not going to die. Um, you could add googly eyes to random items in your house, like fridge items, toothpaste, shampoo. That one's really easy and fun. That is clever. And I've seen someone do that before, and it is really funny. They did it to all the stuff in their fridge, and when the kids opened the fridge, they were like, what on earth? It was really funny. <laughs> That's a really good one. That is good. Um, you could write a tiny, tiny, tiny letter and put it in a tiny envelope. And just like put it somewhere in the house for someone to find. But isn't that cute? Just like a teeny tiny leprechaun sized letter. <laughs> That'd be so cute. That is cute. <laughs> um, let's see. You can write, you can't catch me in random places on the house, like mm, on the mirrors. Yeah. Like on the toilet seat, like when they lift it up. Yeah. Can't catch me. Dry erase marker. Yeah. That'd yeah. be easy to do. Yeah, it is. Um, you could, and, and lastly, just leave some chocolate coins out mm, for mm -hmm. them to find. 
Yeah. And then they'll wipe their fingers on the couch, you know? That's the best prank of all. I was chasing my kids around the house today. I gave my daughter a spoonful of peanut butter. <laughs> and then I was like chasing her around. She heads for the couch. I literally was like, no, 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 no. I was trying to make it fun, but I like swiped her diaper and held her up from the couch. She was literally about to face plant into the couch with the peanut butter. And I was like, no. This isn't your oldest daughter. This is your youngest. No, my oldest daughter knows better. <laughs> no, my eight-year-old, I grabbed her undies and gave her the biggest wedge. like, don't you dare. <laughs> it was a fun visual. Oh, oh no. Anyways. We, we do chocolate coins. And then okay. we also do, I buy a box of Lucky Charms every year. Oh. And at night, but like after the kids go to bed, I'll make it look like a little leprechaun tore into it and tore into the bag. And... I take a bunch of the marshmallows and just sprinkle them around the traps. Like the leprechaun was onto them and decided to just trick them and put marshmallows all over. But so I buy a box of Lucky Charms. I mean, that's all I do. Megan, I'm not, you left the Lucky Charms right out there on the washing machine. I saw it when I came down. No, no, the kids know. Oh, they know? The leprechaun doesn't leave the box of uh, Lucky Charms. The leprechaun tears into it because I tell the kids they're not allowed to eat it until St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I was like, you're doing a terrible job of hiding that that trick. It's It's right right there. there. I know. So the kids know. (laughs) And then the leprechaun tears into the box in the bag and spreads the marshmallows all over the place. Okay. Except I got really sick of separating all the marshmallows last year. So I did buy a bag. Of Lucky Charms marshmallows yeah. from Amazon. That's the thing. And I'm just going to use that yeah. this year. Yeah, that's great. Another really easy thing to do, I do this all the time, is just draw little footprints, teeny tiny footprints mm-hmm. in random places. Yeah. So put that by the trap this year. Yeah. They'll be convinced. I know your kids don't believe in the leprechaun. Your two, two older ones. Yeah. But um, you can. They'll believe after yeah. this year. Do you know what's funny? It's the two older ones. No. But they still are 100% into making yeah. the traps and doing all the things. They still buy fun. into it. Yeah, it's magic. It is magic. It is magic. Don't say anything else. It's all magic. right. Well, that was a wonderful warm-up for your mm-hmm. April Fool's Day main event. Yes, it's going to be a great day. The only problem with April Fool's Day is like yeah. so exhausting because I spend all day <laughs> pranking people. I go to bed like totally exhausted. And then I go to bed with like on edge. So I'm like, who's going to get me? No one ever does. No, no but... one ever pranks you. No, which is great. That's because that's because I'm... Prank Sinatra, the yeah. one and only. You need to work on that. No, you don't. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I wasn't going to actually read this question out loud. Okay. But I think you want me to. Whatever. <laughs> based on your response. Whatever you would so like. We had an anonymous survey on Google mm-hmm. that some of our listeners responded to. And one of the questions goes like this. Does your elf on the shelf have a wife, a kid, two pets, and an elaborate pranking schedule? Do that's, you make what? That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> Do you make matching turkey trot shirts for the family? Does the first day of school fairy bring new books, backpacks, lunchboxes, and positive affirmations? Which holiday or occasion do you roll out all the stops for? So when I read this question initially, <laughs> Megan, I was like, tap out, tap out now. Like, that is the question of all questions. That's like when you're taking the SAT and you start reading, you're like, oh no, I'm in way over my head. I do not, I did not study for this. Did you take the SAT? Uh, do, can't, no, ACT. Ah, did you it. take the SAT? No, ACT. Oh, where, wow, this case. Well, that's a different. <laughs> just curious. <laughs> What'd you get? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, let's see. So, anyway, so, anyways. When when you hear about other people's elves on the shelves, doesn't it just like make you kind of tired? Yeah. And every once in a while, someone will post like, oh, I forgot to move the elf on the shelf. And then my kids are like, what's going on with, you know, Ferguson? And you're like, I don't know. You got to make up this like big story about why Ferguson didn't move in the night. Yeah. 
That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I can't commit to that. Mm -mm. So, Mm -mm. and then, you know, as for the turkey trot shirts, in an effort to kind of better understand families who have matching clothes for holidays or vacations, Mm -hmm. I did like some research into the brains (laughs) of these types of people. Uh So I wrote this little essay. Are you ready? I'm so excited. Okay, good. So listen, when the family dresses with clothes from the same collection, can you keep it to yourself? (laughs) I wrote this essay. I'm listening. Okay, good. So when the family dresses with clothes from the same collection, Megan, keep it together. (laughs) They want to communicate the bond that unites them. And not only outside, but within the family itself. It's actually a sign of unity, thoughtfulness, and even love. (laughs) Many couples today look at couple outfits as hashtag relationship goals. If you're in a relationship and you and your partner match each other's outfits as often as you can, that could mean your relationship is on fire in a good way. Okay. Now, do you and Eric ever match? No. Not even not even, um, in, uh, what's the word for coincidentally? Do you even match coincidentally sometimes? No. Oh, that's so weird because sometimes my husband and I will match coincidentally. And what do you do? I you say, get, good job. Our relationship no. is on fire. No, I usually throw a tantrum and say, get that, change our clothes right now. That's embarrassing. <laughs> but anyways, I'm not done with my essay. So good. all this science aside, I see a different and more practical reason for matching. Mm. Not only will it be easier for you to spot your small child, but it'll also make it easier for them to find you. Additionally, if you're at Disneyland, a cast member that finds a lost child, it would become easier to find you when you're all wearing matching shirts. The cast member could say, oh, well, I saw your, you know, Auntie M wandering around earlier with the same shirt. I know exactly where she is. So therefore, you might not lose anyone, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And lastly, I learned and I saw this philosophy in action with my friend Ellie, who once said that she matches all of her girls, so it's easier for her to find them when they're all out and about. Like, where's Waldo, you know? They're all wearing the same clothes. I can see where they are. So Mm -hmm. that makes sense. That actually is logical. And uh, the end, close quote. What (laughs) is your feeling on my research that I've done? So wait, are we automatically labeled a dysfunctional family if we don't wear matching clothes at Disneyland? Did we fail that relationship test? Yes. Your family's probably not on fire. You're probably in like simmer mode right now. What's that? Wait, what's that what called when you're like fired? Embers? Embers. You're <laughs> probably on embers. They're probably cooling embers. You probably should get some matching shirts. Oh. Hmm. Get on it. I don't like that. Okay. Well, I don't sorry. Like if you want to be a family in love and unity, you need to get matching shirts. <laughs> okay. Hashtag relationship goals. Oh, Hashtag man. blessed. Yes. Okay. Mm. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> blessed with the best. Okay. Well, anyways. I wanted to ask you, what is the first day of school fairy? Because I actually had never heard of this before. Really? No. Neil. Very nice. (laughs) The first day of school fairy brings a fun and novel breakfast, along with new school supplies, first day of school outfits and or books, presumably about school or with messages about being brave or imaginative or being a friend to everyone. Mm. This fairy does not visit my home. But I have oh. friends whose homes are blessed by this fairy's presence. Oh, cool. Mine is not one of them. Okay, cool, cool. I mean, I basically am the back-to-school fairy. So my kids get this experience. They just don't know that I'm a fairy. They have no idea. <laughs> you do all of that? 
honestly, yeah, don't, but like, not the day of, the night before, don't you like lay out your school clothes and get your backpack already? Like we kind of do this, not the day of school, but we kind of do stuff like this. Yeah. It's more like a week long leading up to that thing. So do you. It's not like, (laughs) it happens out of excitement from the mother's side. Yeah. We're so excited for you to get out of our hair. Let's yeah, but your you now. and I take all the credit for it. We don't let a fairy take the credit Absolutely for it. not. Give credit where credit is due. Yeah. I'm the one that spent all that dough on those <laughs> freaking Nikes. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. That's very cool. I'm happy for those listeners. That's very cool. Um, back to our listeners. We have more submissions about various holidays. <laughs> Do they go all out or not? Okay, yes. Okay, this listener says, absolutely. I set up footprints and a pot of treasures on St. Patty's Day. I even have my husband follow them at 5 a.m. before work. That's cute. That is cute. I love that there's no shenanigans, just treasures. Oh. My children would like to come live with you. You have very nice leprechauns. (laughs) (laughs) All right, another listener says, we go all out for Santa, the Tooth Fairy, and the Easter Bunny. Mm. And if someone ruins any of those for my kids, I will have their heads. Yeah. But seriously, don't ruin my kids' childhood. <laughs> I love this. I get it. I understand. I feel the same way. At some point, they're going to learn. My kids right. are going to learn. Yeah. It's, and it's inevitable. Yeah, because all of your kids still believe, right? They do. But do you know why it's weird? Like, um, Megan, something's going on in my in the water in my house. My daughter's not eight, almost nine. We've talked about this all the time. She, this is off topic, but like kind of close with it. I... Like, we've had lots of people in our lives have babies recently, mm-hmm. and she's still, like, I've, like, tried to be like, well, don't you want to know, like, how the baby got here? Like, like I need to tell her soon because she's going to find out from someone else, and I don't want her to find out from someone else. Yeah. So I'm always like, well, I mean, isn't it beautiful that the baby got here? Safe? Like, I will try multiple avenues to lead into it, and she's always like, mom, I don't want to know. I don't want to talk about it. And I'm always like. Okay. Do you think she says she doesn't want to know? She doesn't want to talk about it because she already knows? I don't think so because when I like bring it up, she's always like, oh, that's gross. And I'm like, it's not gross. It's beautiful. Like I try to like spin it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's not gross. It's just beautiful. But she doesn't want to. So anyways, mm. that's why, Megan, my kids still don't know about Santa. Like they don't know about anything. Yeah. Because like when my daughter, she's like, mom, is Santa real? And I was like, well, do you want to, do you want to believe in Santa? And the magic of Santa, she's like, yeah, I do. And I was like, well, then you can if you want. I was like, we can talk more about it if you want. But if you want to believe in Santa, you can. And she's like, okay. And then like walked off. And I was like, okay. So she's still, they, they have no idea. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, why, can you just sit them down and say, I want to tell you something. Hmm. I'm just going to tell you. Should I? I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm not going to tell. There are a million right ways. Oh, stop it. I am not going to tell know you what, what to, to do. do. But I did one of my my second born son. He was asking questions, but at terrible times, like uh, with uh, his younger siblings about around what? about, you know, Santa and the Easter Bunny and okay. the Leprechaun and things like that. Okay. And I had to wait until just the right moment when littler ears were not around and he and I could just talk together about it. Sure. And I knew we wouldn't be interrupted or like if he wanted to be upset, we were at home in a okay. good place. And so I sat him down and said, hey, do you remember when we talked oh. about this? And then I just explained it to him. And Clever. It went over really well. Yeah. Like maybe you don't need to give her the choice and just say, mm. hey, I want to talk to you about something. It's time for you to learn this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But when yeah. you feel like it's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a good, that's great advice. Okay. I'm going to do that. I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. where are we? Oh, so we, someone was talking about the Easter Bunny. They oh, go all yeah, out. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Oh, so <laughs> so what Thank I was going to tell you, because I got distracted, um, coincidentally, on the radio this week, they were talking about the average amount that people spend on the tooth fairy now. Really? Yes. Because mm, like- How much? Back in the 80s, I guess yeah. the average amount that someone gave for a tooth was $3. What in the eighties? Yeah, which I, even that I was like what was shocked. Wrong with people back. I was then? shocked. Yeah. So now the average amount per tooth is six dollars and twenty five cents. That is that is six hundred times more than we give out. <laughs> we give like a dollar. That is maybe awful. a dollar. What do you give your kids? We also give a dollar. Okay. Um, yeah, our tooth fairy is cheap. I can't handle that. A dollar per tooth. And they don't sleep on it either. We have a little pillow that my aunt made for the kids that hangs on their doorknob on the outside. Ah! So they slip their tooth in there, close the door and go to bed. And when they wake up, the tooth is replaced with... Oh, that's so great. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. That's so great. That's great. So we don't have to worry about waking anyone up. Cool. One of our listeners said the tooth fairy leaves a silver half dollar, Mm. which she says is unique and a reasonable amount. And I agree. That's really cool. But I just wonder, do you have like, you must have like a pile of them sitting around. Because most Uh, of the time- You can go to the bank and just get a roll. Yep. Yeah. So they must have that. So I think my problem is like, sometimes (laughs) our cash actually varies. It's like, what do I have on hand? I didn't know you lost a tooth at school. What do you have? What do I have? Yeah, home. So yeah. that's cool that they have a half dollar. Well, should we do the survey results mm-hmm. from our listeners? We wanted to know if our listeners agree with the $6.25 average. Insane. Ugh. And 17% of our listeners give less than, well, their tooth fairy gives less than a sure. dollar. Yeah. 60% give a dollar. Okay. That, that's good. That, that feels where right. Where we fall. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's better. Yeah. 20% give $5 and 3% gives more mm-hmm. than $5. So I don't, I don't agree with these, the average of six twenty five. That cannot be right. Because an average is the middle. That's, sure. That can't, like, sure. What are parents sure. giving but remember, to raise it that high? What? M- most of our listeners that took that poll mm-hmm. are average and paying a dollar. We have very reasonable and level-headed listeners. Most Americans, Megan, are not reasonable and level-headed. <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay. But, but um, yep. we, I, I did carpool a kid home from school once who had just lost a tooth. And I was like, what did the, what, what did the tooth fairy bring you the other day? And she's like, $20 now. <gasps> what? No. In the car, I was like, no, Whoa, your tooth fairy is generous. And my daughter was like, our tooth fairy only brings one dollar, and I was like, "That's because one dollar is plenty." Do that math. I know how many teeth so, do children yeah. have. No, but remember, you know what? Save that money. You're going to need it yeah. on their teeth when they get braces. Well, they, I think Ooh. they did the math. Whatever six times thirty six is, um, but they did the math, and like the average kid makes like one hundred fifty dollars losing all their teeth. Thirty six times twenty. That's like a thirty six times twenty. Yeah, for the parent who gives a twenty dollar bill. Oh no! Right, right, right. Like right. that's a down payment on braces. Oh, for sure. Oh, but wow. So if you take the average American, like you could take all of us paying one dollar, but then you also take yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the twenty dollars. The people that pay twenty dollars uh-huh. and it brings it up to sixty. So okay, six dollars. So it, I guess it kind of makes sense, but it's still like irritating. Inflation mm-hmm. doesn't like the the fairy doesn't have inflation. You guys, you can like oh. keep paying a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Kids don't, are so excited don't for a dollar. Buy into that. Yeah. So excited. That's fine. Oh, that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> Glad we got that taken care of. Uh, okay. Here, another listener says Santa and the Easter Bunny are the holidays that we put more effort into. The leprechaun comes when mom thinks about it, but mm-hmm. not consistently. We usually do have an Irish themed dinner, but that's because it's what's on sale at the grocery store. I usually do something small for Valentine's Day 
like my kid's favorite treat and drink, but no more than that. Mm. That that feels right to me. That feels very manageable. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know what an Irish themed dinner is. What, what, what does that really? look like? No. Oh, corned beef. Okay. And cabbage. Okay. And carrots and potatoes. Okay. Irish soda bread, which is not that hard is to that, make. Is that like beer bread? Um, I don't know. I don't know what beer bread is. Well, oh, I thought it was just like bread that you like make with beer. So Irish soda bread's not no, the same thing. No, I think oh. Irish soda bread has maybe a lot of baking soda. It just oh. has a different consistency. Oh, interesting. Oh. Uh, a green salad also was something we would include. And then mm. a trifle for dessert, right? A trifle's uh. kind of a, an Irish thing. Cool. My husband's sister lived in Ireland for a year and a half, and she says that a trifle is mm. like she has to have that. For St. Patrick's Day for dessert. Cool. We used to have all that as a family until we decided the Reuben sandwiches were way more tasty. Okay. Plain old meat and veggies. Okay. Anyway. Cool. Consider this your invitation to dinner at our house for St. Patrick's Day. You guys should probably come experience like a legit St. Patrick's Day dinner. Thank you. I was hoping it would lead into that. Invitation accepted. Thank you. Done. (laughs) Except we have to celebrate it after St. Patrick's Day because that falls within our two-week test, food test window. So I can nab it. I know. It's going to be a belated St. Patrick's Day. (sighs) For real. All right. We also had a couple of listeners whose birthdays fall on or near holidays. This was really interesting. Mm -hmm. One listener says her birthday falls on Thanksgiving every six-ish years. Correct. And my youngest daughter missed that opportunity by one day. wild. She was born the day after the last day that could fall on a Thanksgiving. So every few years, her birthday will be the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. And you know what? What? My other daughter was born exactly one week before leap year. She could have, if I was not impatient and if I hadn't have been induced, there is a possibility she could have been a leap baby. Huh? She was only seven days away. That's so wild. I know. Anyway. That's so cool. Wow. That's very cool. But another listener has a birthday right before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And she says it isn't magical because most people have Christmas parties and celebrations when she wants to celebrate her birthday. Sure. I I know a lot of people have Christmas Eve birthdays. Mm -hmm. And it is hard. I know there's like nothing you can do about it. But it's it's hard to your credit. It's hard to celebrate those two big things in the same week. Mm-hmm. Um, your birthday, I'm, I'm biased because my birthday's in April, but I actually really like having an April birthday because it's far enough away from Christmas. So like, I like the separate birthdays. But I've always people, I was always jealous of people who have summer birthdays because it's like halfway through the year you yeah. get a celebration and then you mm. get Christmas. Like so, your yeah. birthday, the timing is really nice. But do you know what I always hated about the summer birthday? What you never get to celebrate it at school. Oh, that was like a big deal. Yeah. Nowadays, mm. I think teachers will have kids celebrate their half birthday. That's but right. back in our day, that was not a thing. Yeah. So our birthday never got celebrated. Mm. And I was always so jealous of all I'm the sorry. kids who got to bring cupcakes and, you know, all the yeah. things we're not allowed to bring anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry about sorry that. About that okay, is a thanks. Bummer. Thank you. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you got that off yeah, your chest. Yeah, it feels good to say that out yeah. loud. That would be Whew. really hard, man. Okay, good. That'd be, I, I understand. That would be tough. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Okay. So let's see. We had actually a few listeners say that their birthday sometimes falls on Mother's Day. And I'm not remembering right, but I am pretty sure my mom's birthday is the same way. Really? Hers is May 16th. And I think sometimes it lines up with mm. um, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my birthday will line up with Easter. 
Every once in a while, my birthday's really? on Easter. Yeah, it just Oh, depends. that's fun. Is it fun? I don't know. Tell me. It doesn't really matter. Like, no. I, never, I don't really think about it. But my mom's birthday is sometimes on Mother's Day. Yeah. And this listener says it's not her favorite, but it can be – sometimes it can be fun. She says, I try not to make a big deal about it, but usually it ends up that the husband and the kids combine their efforts and get mega presents. So I'm hearing like, you Wait, know, keep going. Keep going. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to read into it, but her, her, she says, don't let mega present fool you. It's usually some kitchen gadget that my husband thinks I need. <laughs> Keep going. Last time it fell on Mother's Day, I got a mopping system and a Roomba. Oh, I know you have feelings about this. I can't wait. Remember our gift giving episode? <laughs> Do you know what a mega present is? It's like a trip to Bali in a resort. <laughs> Without kids. Without That's a mega present. Yeah. That A mopping system and a Roomba? That's called like an Amazon delivery on a Tuesday. <laughs> that is not a present. That's not okay. You send me your husband's name, listener. I'm gonna I'm gonna cold call him and like in my you know in my ghost voice, tell him that's a terrible idea. <laughs> do you, you like do that? It in your Mar- Marcel the no? What? what is the snail? What was what? The, what was the snail? Oh, Escargo. Yeah, you should say in your. Escargo I don't know how voice. I do that. I would do it in Judy Garland. Judy Garland is not happy with the Roomba and the mopping system that you got your wife. She's very disappointed in you. Oh, no. Um, anyways, would you be okay with that? A mopping system and a Roomba? If I really wanted it. If it was you on asked my... For it? Yeah, if I asked for it. If I specifically said, get me this mopping system and Roomba, I yeah. would be thrilled. But if I did not ask for it, if I am happy with my cedar o mop yeah i would be a little ticked off i'd yeah. be i'd be pretty cheesy yeah man i swear you guys start sending your spouses to us we will tell them what to their buy information. you information don't send them to what just send us their information oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking i was like why not send door. them to us oh no yeah well if they come to our door and we could sit them down on the couch and have a real heart to heart be like look you're doing a terrible job of gifting to your wife that's, that's true terrible. okay you can send them to amanda's yeah door. yeah we can we also offer a virtual option <laughs> to show you. <laughs> oh, oh no. man okay and finally this listener has a birthday on St. Patrick's Day, and he says, Some smarty pants would always try to pinch me, even if I wore green to school. Kids can be so lame. Can be or are so lame. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Oh, no. I hate the pinching aspect. I don't know where it came from. Well, really? it came from Leopard. I hate I it. Where it came from. When someone comes, like, I actually often will just swat a hand away. And I, because I just like, mm. don't touch me. Like, yeah. I chose not to wear green. Well, I don't participate. Yeah. The other side of that coin is if you just wore something green, you wouldn't have to worry about it. But also, what if I'm wearing, like, I don't know, what if my toenails are painted green? Or what if I'm wearing, like, green underwear? You don't know that's what a, I'm wearing. That's a risk that you I don't chose know. to take. Fine, I'll wear my bra outside of my shirt this year. <laughs> 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 That'll go over well. <laughs> Drop my kids off at school like that. <laughs> and walk them in. <laughs> I'm wearing green. No one touch me. <laughs> oh, I man. So anyways. I don't know what you're getting for your birthday. Yeah, okay. All right. So um, yeah, that's right. that. Well, I just have one more question. Yeah. You were almost an April Fool's baby. Uh-huh. Are you a little sad that you're not? Do you feel like you um, should have been an April Fool's baby? No. Um, 
No. Do what is the spirit of the fool strong inside me? Yes, it is. But I have a friend who was born on April Fool's Day, and he seems fine with it. He he never complains about it. But I do. So here's why I like my birthday. Yeah. I actually share my birthday with my dad. Do you know that? I did not know that. My dad and I share. We both are born on April second. That was really neat. Yeah. So it's always been very sweet that we share a birthday together. Like I'll call him on his birthday and be like, "Happy birthday," and he'll be like, "Happy birthday to you." And we like just have this little like you yeah. know exchange. It's really cute. Yeah. So I've always really enjoyed having my birthday with him, mm-hmm. and I think because of that, I don't feel bad that it's not April Fool's yeah. Day. That's yeah. really Isn't sweet. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I know. I have one more funny story about yeah. April Fool's Day babies. Yeah. I have a cousin who was born on April Fool's Day. Okay. The sonogram said that it was a boy. Okay. And when this cousin was born, turns out she's a girl. What? And so when my uncle and aunt called all of us to tell us that their sweet little baby had arrived, huh. none of us believed them that it was huh. a girl because we sent them boy things. They <gasps> told us it was going to be a boy. And it took a hot oh. minute for us to be like, oh. It's a Whoa. girl. Isn't that kind of crazy? That is crazy. I know. April Fool's. Wow, that's crazy. So on that wow. note. And the other, well, I guess the other, not on that note. We're not stopping. <laughs> the other interesting thing about April Fool's Day is like, if anyone tells you anything on that day, you almost always assume it's a prank. So I guess that's right. the other side of it that I don't really care for is someone, mm-hmm. if someone was like, I got in a car accident today, you'd be like, no, you're joking. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, I'm really not. Like, it's really hard to read people mm-hmm. on that day. So that's why I don't care for the... Not, not not that your friend, not that your cousin was lying. Right, but like right. The stories that are kind of like the exaggerations, the exaggerations. And yeah, when you're just not sure. On any other yep. day, it would solicit a very different reaction. Yeah, totally, totally, one hundred percent. So, anyways, that's that's my that's the final thing. That's my final thought. But hmm. no, no. What? Nothing. I just <laughs> wanted to add another thought. All add right. It. No. Are you ready to go to bed? I've got, if I go to bed right now, I've got six hours of sleep ahead of me. So, oh my word. Okay, so it is time to put this baby and Megan to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and we appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. Bye.